A musical adventure. New artists, new musicians, and everyone involved in the world of music. Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. This is J Rod Concerts the Podcast with your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Let's find out what we have this episode. Tell me, did you sail across the sun? Because I know that you did. Hey, everybody. It's J-Rod Concerts, the podcast time. And I'm your host, Jamie Rodriguez, music journalist and also the guy who sits here and gives you some great artists all the time. I don't miss. I'm like Michael Jordan in his prime or something like that. Actually, I don't know what I'm talking about. I get help. You know what I mean? People say, hey, check, check this out. And then I do. And they're great. And then we rock and roll. Anyway, it's time. So let's get started. So excited with today's guest, ladies and gentlemen. A name that you should imprint into your brain cells because she will be creating hits and incredible music for many, many, many years. I am proud to call her friend. Her name is Jess Nolan, ladies and gentlemen. And she just released her new LP 93 via Righteous Babe Records. A fantastic album. She co-produced it with Will Honecker and Ross McReynolds. And well, what can I tell you about Jess? She's drawn comparisons to artists like Lucy Dacus and Johnny Mitchell. She is. Uh, she plays with uh, Jenny Lewis's um, touring band, all-female touring band. And she is consistently co-creating with some of Nashville's most talented, including Joy Oladokun, Lydia Luz, and our dear friend Katie Pruitt. So she is amazing. We love her. Her new record is stunning, and uh, she is a sensitive soul that will make you feel all the feels, and she's great, and she's got a great life story. She's from New Jersey, obviously lives in Nashville. She's uh, sprinkled some of her magic dust in Miami for a bit at the University of Miami. We talk a lot about that in this episode, and anyway, it's all good. So check out Jess Nolan, 93, out now, via Righteous Babe Records. If you're new to the show, welcome, welcome, welcome. Please click subscribe, give us a review, helps a lot. Let's get on with it. Jess Nolan on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Hello. I know you, Jess Nolan. <laughs> I know you. Oh, my God. You know what I've been listening to? Strike a match. No, you haven't. <laughs> been dancing to your gravity like there's no tomorrow, Jess Nolan. How do you have that? It's it's sitting on the internet, you know. If you just dig deeper, you'll find it. <laughs> oh my God, just Nolan! Such a pleasure to have you on this show. Formally, I can't like even believe it. You know, I'm so glad that we got a chance to do this. It's like a fever dream. But I have to tell you know, for my audience that doesn't know you, 93, you just released an album, 93. Oh my God, what a masterpiece, Jess! Thank you. And you, I mean, you've had critical success. Everyone loves you. Everyone loves the album. How do you feel? I feel held and grounded and loved and excited for what's to come. Yeah. Yeah. What a whirlwind of like a month you've had. I mean, that album release show that you had about, you know, a month ago, or I don't even know, times, times a blur in Nashville, but what an album release show you had just, so for the people that are not familiar with it, you had this outdoor, beautiful space, the whole community packed, you know, kind of like an outdoor area. And you had this like, 
beautiful band that you have and you had a dancing troupe. I mean, it was the most beautiful night of music, Jess. Thank you. Yeah, a lot of people came together to make that happen. And it was awesome to have, you know, the eight band members and then the four dancers. And it felt like a collective, collaborative art piece that we got to present. And I feel like it was exciting for me to do something different. I've never done a show with dancers before, um, but it felt really exciting to do something different. Was it hard, Jess? Because not only do you have to memorize the songs and like, you know, not screw up the chord changes, but you also have to like, you know, have choreography in there. Well, was that like an extra element of like, you know, practice and art? Yeah. So uh, the dancers are called Garage Collective. And I had a meeting with them about a month before. And they were actually featured in one of the music videos, uh, Sweet Like a Peach, for that single. They were in the video. So I had been working with them already. Um, but we met up a month before the show and we listened through the record together. And I, I got out color, colored pencils and paper and I had them as they were listening, write down the feelings that were coming up as they listened to each song. And so together we just kind of like dreamt up what it would feel right for them to move in while the songs were happening. But a lot of what you saw at the show was just improvised. So it was really, yeah, they had a few moments of choreography, but for the most part, it was just them emoting and feeling as they were hearing the music. Um, so it was, it was fun for me because some of it wasn't planned and it was just in yeah. the moment. I feel like the audience could feel that energy of like, what's about to happen. And the band felt that on stage too. So it was, it was a really special. Wow. I had no idea that that's amazing. It looked like so natural. That's mm-hmm. crazy. They're amazing. They're incredible artists. Yeah. I feel like everyone that's connected to you is amazing, Jess. And, uh, you know, you're also about to gonna hit the road obviously with our show Brie Kennedy as well as Jake Wesley Rogers you're gonna be you're gonna be on the road quite a bit you love the road right Jess I feel like you love the road I do I really like being in new places and meeting new people and doing the show is always just such a special thing for me it's such a sacred space to be able to bring a live thing to people that have never seen your music before so I'm excited to be out on the road I mean, I love my home time. I like the balance of both. And I've been home for a little while, so it'll be fun to get out on the road and and do some shows and meet some new people. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And you, I mean, just, you have such a sensitive soul. That's one of the, our favorite things about you. you. You're just like the purest of souls and, and it's great. But, you know, listening to your album and listening to your music, just, mm-hmm. I was, I was feeling like, man, I got asked Jess because what makes her so open and vulnerable to the art and to the music I wonder if you're like a hot mess when you're like watching like a drama movie or, or like when you watch like, you know, like an orphan story or something like, are you, Oh yeah. You know, are, are you just like a mush just like in general? I mean, yeah. I cry at like Instagram reels of puppies. Like oh, I'm, God. I'm a very, I'm a highly sensitive person. Um, you know, I think our emotions are our superpower. Our vulnerability is a superpower. So, um, I'm just open to feeling. And I think that, um, Kids are like that, you know, when they get hurt or they see something heartfelt, they express. And I'm just trying to be as childlike as possible in my day-to-day life, whether that means laughing or crying or whatever it is, just allowing the emotion to come through is like a daily practice. I think the older we get, the more we have to really hold on to our childlike wonder and yeah, tapped into what we're feeling, you know? Totally, totally. I, I totally hear that and I agree. But it also makes me think, Jess, like, you know, like, and and as a musician that you are, I'm not a musician, but I've always found it fascinating when there's a breakup, like when you break up with someone you've dated or whatever. In real life, 
if you break up with someone, you kind of like are easy to avoid that situation. You just don't go to the same store. Maybe you don't go to the same bar. Maybe cut off a few friends here and there, and that's it. But when you're an artist and you see someone for a while and you break up with someone, Jess, like, and the songs are influenced by them or the production or they've written on the songs, for, for a sensitive soul like you, like, does that make it, like, hard? I'm just super curious about that. Aspect. Yeah. You know, it's like they're always, like, reminders, right? Yeah. I mean, I think life is hard. And I think that the more we try to avoid the difficult or the hard parts, the more that they eat at us and catch up to us in the end. So I'm just in a practice of realizing that nothing is so black and white and that, um, you know, it's a whole range of emotions. Some days are harder, but most days I'm just grateful for the relationships and the experiences that I've had and the ability to share and be vulnerable and, and be real about my experience and then also you know, live it and just be present with it is all part of the practice. So, um, yeah, it's difficult, but I, I think the more that we can share the difficult parts of our life and not be afraid of them, the more connected we are to other people and the less alone we feel. So in, in sharing the process of what I've been going through in my music and just being as real and vulnerable as possible, I've, I've made deeper connections with everyone in my life, including my exes. It's like, it, it it comes back tenfold when you're just real about what's going on. And you also realize that things aren't personal, that relationships shift and they change and that some things don't last in the same form forever, you know, yeah. allowing that process to happen and, and being with it. It doesn't mean that it's not hard. It doesn't mean that it's not painful or sad, um, but that there's also joy on the other side of that pain. Oh my God. Love that. And I know in research, like, you know, we found this quote that inspired you that people run at the first sight of trouble and that yeah. trouble kind of deepens relationships. So amen, Jess Dolan. Yeah. Oh my God. I would tell you that after this, you have to do a TED talk, but you already did a TED talk in Coconut Grove. So maybe like a Jess Dolan motivational seminar uh, is next. Yeah. And that, that TED talk was, uh, it was when I was still in school at University of Miami. Yeah. Um, they had me play a few songs. I didn't actually get to talk. I just played. A storm came without any warning. Lighting open the sky and washed out all the heat. So there's still room for a tent talk if someone wants Might. to bring me. There's unleashed a power within three day weekend with just all that, you know, <laughs> something like that, you know. Come hear some songs and have your life changed while you're at it. <laughs> oh, my Thanks. God. And speaking of that, University of Miami chapter, Jess, mm -hmm. tell me a little bit about it because we've talked a little bit off camera. It fascinates me. I love that, like, we were kind of, like, in the same area code, but, like, we never crossed paths. And it just fascinates me, your time in Miami. Mm-hmm. The 305. Yeah. Yeah. It's University of Miami. I was in the Bruce Hornsby songwriting program right when they had started it. So it was still a fresh new program. They were developing it. Um, and that was really my first time like playing with other musicians. Like I started writing songs when I was 11 or 12 and I basically played alone until I went to college. And that was like a little breeding ground for me to like learn how to write charts and like figure out what I wanted to arrange songs to be like. And Miami was such a beautiful time for me to just like explore playing with other musicians and figure out my voice in conjunction with other people. So it's really been, it's been a beautiful phase to look back on because I feel like I really figured out 
how to do so much in that time as far as working and collaborating with other people. And that's such a big part of what I do now in Nashville. So it's like it informed everything that's happening now. Did you learn a lot about, you know, I mean, Miami so different from New Jersey where you grew up yeah. or, or from Nashville in the sense that, you know, you have the Cuban kind of like situation and Latin America. Did you like learn some new flavors, kind of like some new cultures that like that you that you carry with you up to today? Totally. I mean, the jazz school down there is incredible. It's, you know, Joni was hanging there. She was in Coral Gables hanging with Jocko. And th there was a whole scene going on in Miami in like the 70s and the 80s that I feel like is still kind of, it's very vibrant there. And that definitely influenced um, how I write, how I play, how I interact with people. I mean, I'm from a big Italian family. So like, I feel like Cubans and Italians, like there's a, there's a kindness there. <laughs> Um, so I, I felt very like at home in that space of just like emoting and being vibrant and dancing and moving. Um, so yeah, that, that time was really influential on, on my music for sure. Chris the Makes makes a podcast. It's a weekly journey into the world of music and songwriting hosted by Chris the Makes, guitarist and vocalist of the iconic punk rock band Less Than Jake. Each week, the show invites listeners to dive deep into the creative process behind some of the most legendary songs in music history. Chris is joined by a diverse array of guests, ranging from rock legends to indie icons, all of whom share their insights into the writing and recording of an unforgettable track from their back catalog. Such iconic stories include Huey Lewis discussing the power of love, Toto's David Page reminiscing about the writing of Africa, Dee Snyder revealing the story behind Twister Sisters' We're Not Gonna Take It, and Mark Hoppus sharing the spark of inspiration behind Blink-182's What's My Age Again. Every episode unveils the secrets and inspirations behind timeless classics, so subscribe today wherever you get podcasts and unlock a world of musical inspiration. I've always loved you, Jess, because, you know, I, I love Italians. So I, I love it. Yeah. It's like I feel at home. So it, yeah. it's... You know, it's like, there's my cousin, Jez. How you doing? You know, it's so. family. Yeah, it's about family. Sorry, the dogs are going off right now. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. Oh, good. Oh, my God, Jess. That's a great story. Um, Let me let me go back to 93 for a second. Because we're all over the place. But my God, I, I just... Jamie, love... give me one moment. I'm going to tell them to stop. Give me one second. Okay. I'm walking by. <laughs> love it. They're talking. It's Italian, after all. Exactly. Um, Going back to 93 for a second, Jess. I'm... Tell me about the creative process in the sense that, like, what's this like when you were recording? And and I that there was this like great caterer friend that like kind of gave you guys like really like homemade meals, took care of you, like a family. Like I'd never heard that before. It, it seemed to be like a super nurturing kind of like vibe that you were in. When was this? Yeah, that was back in December 2021 when we started recording. And uh, my friend Rebecca Wood, she has Hearts in the Mix, which is her catering company. Yeah. She, uh, uh, the wife of Oliver Wood from the Wood Brothers. And she had catered a few things that I had done before sessions and shows. And I just loved her energy so much. And I thought, wouldn't that be nice instead of ordering like a Mitchell sandwich, you know, the typical yeah. Nashville thing, which is great. Like that. I love Mitchell's, but wouldn't it be great to have somebody come and bring food that they made that we could just share in the meal, not have to worry about going to pick it up. So Rebecca would come by middle of the day, bring us a tray, bring us a tray of food. And it was just so beautiful. Like it changed the whole vibe of 
the sessions because it felt like a family member was coming and bringing us food and we could share in the meal and then get back to recording. So good. I, I mean, by the way, you're so healthy. You've always been so healthy. <laughs> and I have to mention that like in the album release show, I saw, you know, in Nashville, it's very common now for singers that take care of themselves to have the bottle of water with them. Sure. Like, had the biggest one I've ever seen. Like, how many gallons was that? I thought you were going to, like, break your wrist drinking that just all in. I have to tell you. Two big gallons of water. It's funny because I lost my Nalgene, like, like two days before. Typically, I have my, my conservative little Nalgene with me. But this, this day, I lost it, and it was caught out. And my best friend, Shauna, was visiting me from uh, New Jersey. She came down for the show, and she went to Publix, and she came back with these two big gallons of water. And I was like, this will work. I was like, yeah, please don't drop it on top of the equipment. Like, there's going to be chaos. You know, the dancers are not going to know what to do. Right. It... Oh, my God, Jeff, I could talk to you for so long. So before I let you go, yeah. there's a game that is very popular, but we haven't brought it out in like a year. And I think, you know, you're my friend. It's time to bring back again called Flip the Tune. Flip the Tune. Flip the Tune. Okay. No premise. We play three of your songs, 10-second clips, and we play them in reverse. Oh, yeah, and we just want to know, you know, basically how well do you know your songs? That's oh, God, I'm being tested. And this is for my whole catalog. Anything? For your whole, ca whole catalog, yes. Wow, I don't know how well I'm going to do. Here we go. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, flip the tune with Just Nolan, and here is number one. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got was that emergency landing well it's, it's not alone oh my god okay very good good start the piano was a dead giveaway i was like i recognize that upright sound yeah i say let's start I, I, that's what i figured i figured let's start easy with jess um let's do a little bit hard now let's do just all it. here we go What do you got? I remember. That is. I'm like, that's not like you're too good at this. <laughs> you're way too good at this. All right. Uh, we're going for the trifecta, just Nolan. This is so fun. So let's do flip the tune. Is she going to have three for three? I mean, she's doing great. Let's see. Here we go. Just Nolan, flip the tune. <laughs> Whoa, is that a little light? <laughs> Wonder. Oh, that's wonder. Interesting. I feel like those two are actually very kindred in my mind. So that makes sure, sense that I sure. messed that up. The old very kindred uh, excuse. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Jess. I mean, what an honor. Look, I have to let you go because I could be here all day and we have stuff to do. You have a tour to prepare to. But I mean, there's no words. You know how much we love you, your art, your soul, everything about you. So thank you so much, Jess. 93. Thank you, Mimi. I so appreciate the questions and, uh, 
just such a dear friend. Thank you. You're the best. What an album. Congratulations, dear. Talk to you soon. Bye. You have been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Thank you for tuning in.